The Kayfabe Crunch is made possible by Kissy Kiss Slim Juice. Drink yourself delicate with our new Agua Vitalizing Berry Flavor. It's a fictional fruit designed by one of America's richest families. It's made from the blood of customer service workers and is only 67% toxic. It will leave you feeling slim-tacular. Kissy Kiss Slim Juice. Mwah! The Kayfabe Crunch. If you smell what the news is cooking. Good day. I'm David Diving Headbutt, and this is your Kayfabe Crunch for Saturday, January 4th, 2020. Welcome everyone to the new decade. To celebrate, we're going to play our part in increasing hostilities between rival wrestling companies. As a news media outlet, we thrive on the coverage of war. So let us assure you that NXT is rancid pork and AEW is the absolute bee's tits. And simply flip those statements if you believe the opposite. Happy new news, everyone! Top story! Women's Tag Division makes quarterly appearance. Women's champion Bailey opened SmackDown by claiming that we all made it to 2020. Well, not all of us, Bailey. Pieta Alik, an Estonian surrealist painter, Mohamedou Gawao, a Nigerian politician and member of the Jigawa State House of Assembly, and Vic Juris, American jazz guitarist. None of those men made it to 2020, and they were just people who died on December 31st, 2019. So please, put some thought into your words, eh, Bailey? Lacey Evans then interrupted, notifying us that her resolution is The bad guys can be stopped, regardless of the cards stacked against you. <laughs> Which would be perfect if we were playing poker, Lacey. But this is professional wrestling. I'm sorry, I'm what? I'm, I'm taking things too literally. This is the news, there's no room for metaphor. Dana Brooke then pinned Sasha Banks in tag team action after a rib-shattering senton to the... ribs, which we're sure will lead to a women's tag title opportunity and certainly won't be forgotten about. Forgotten like the great painter Pieter Alik, the great politician Mohamedou Gawao, and jazz guitarist Vic Juris. Rest in peace, gentlemen. Pay no heed to the words of Bailey. I know they're dead, it's a metaphor. Now it's time for your fast count. The Ric Flair chops of news. Woo! Undisputed era to melt down all six of their NXT year-end awards. They'll use the metal to make a bronze statue of Bobby Fish for when he's next sidelined with injury. Otis trains using barrel like a beefy Donkey Kong. The first ever two-day Wrestle Kingdom is underway in New Japan. No word yet on how Old Japan will respond. Elias insults entire SmackDown roster while wearing a kimono. Sheamus returns, but not as a good fella. Shorty G debuts new motto, Rise Over Size, to coincide with the launch of his new muffin business. John Morrison returns in the most exciting way possible from behind a closed door. Kane's visit to Australia has disastrous results. Roman Reigns' fisting ignites fireworks. The Usos return to help Roman Reigns, so they're down since around day three or four-ish. Drew Gulak presents PowerPoint. Otis gets final word. 
as he excels in singles action. Gulak's outlook doesn't look good as he loses access to further opportunities. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. That's the last time you'll work in this town, mister. The Miz went through a lot last night. He's still rattled by the things that Wyatt did to his family. The New Day got under his skin, and his best friend from 10 years ago returned to zero fanfare. Backstage, The Miz, or Michael the Mizanine, as 2016 Matt Hardy would say, asked Daniel Bryan to defeat The Fiend for everyone. He then refused a platter of pancakes from The New Day, which, naturally, Kofi took as an act of aggression. After their very short match last night, Miz flew off the handle and attacked Kofi. This is likely due to Miz having PTSD, or pancakes too sickly disease. It's where even just the sight of panned cake sends you into a sort of dizzy spell that makes you feel as angry as a magpie that's just had its horde repossessed by the local authority. Miz then blamed the audience for his attack, which is another side effect of the disease. Also, finding former Intercontinental Champions in your dressing room, or having an attractive wife, these are all side effects of PTSD. Ignore what doctors tell you. It's the season of returns in WWE. With the Royal Rumble right around the corner, and a raucous night of returning superstars on the first live show of the decade, we had our very junior analyst, Christopher Litmus, take a look at the potential returns we could see very soon. Over to you, Chris. Thank you, David. Last night, we saw the return of Sheamus, John Morrison, and the Usos. That's right, we're starting this new decade with the exact same faces as the last one. But WWE is a revolving door of talent, and many of the superstars who vanished off the face of the universe are still ring-ready. This week, I spent countless hours analysing WWE alumni, which, as it turns out, is over 600 names. The kayfabe crunch bosses didn't let me eat, sleep, or water my cactus until I could present my findings. So, here we go. The top six superstars who could return to WWE in 2020. Number one, Mike Knox. At the plump age of 41, Knox still has at least one good year left in him. We've seen his ex-girlfriend, Kelly Kelly, at a handful of WWE events recently. So who knows? Maybe the pair could return as a couple to feud with Mandy Rose and Otis Dozovich in a winner-keeps-the-act match. Number two, Gillian Hall. Known, of course, for having her massive, weird facial growth eaten by the boogeyman. And who can forget classic moments such as Hall Sings Badly and Hall Sings Badly Again, but this time with a different song. A return from Hall could help fill out some of those quieter moments during the three hours that Raw gives us. Number three, Jacques Rougeau. With a surprising success from former tag team partner PCO in Ring of Honor, perhaps it's time for the other half of the Quebecers to mount a return to the WWE. No, but seriously, he's 58. It, it's probably not a great idea. Number four, Hornswoggle. Following a cameo appearance at the 2019 Royal Rumble, this rascal could return full-time in 2020. Rumours are that he'll be assigned to the 205 Live brand in order to kill the Cruiserweight division for a record two times. At number five, we have Eli Cottonwood. You might not remember him, and it's because he never really got a chance during his two-month tenure in NXT in 2012, and it's time he got that chance. Plus, it's really fun to say his name. Eli Cottonwood. Eli Cottonwood. Eli Cottonwood. I know I, Cottonwood, like him to come back. Number six, Hulk Hogan. 
It was back in 2015 that the public finally watched the Hulkster's sex tape and discovered, to our disappointment, that our favourite leathery relic of the past was a self-admitted racist. We here at The Crunch in no way endorse his return. But it goes without saying that the WWE are very likely to welcome Hogan back with open arms in the coming years. Sorry, what? They already brought him back? How long did they wait? Just three years? What's the point of me doing this list? No, I... I made this list to... I made this list to predict returns, but if, if, if they just bring back the racist, I could put anyone on this list. There is no point in the f And finally, number seven, John Cena. You may remember many of John's early film releases. Certified classics such as Daddy's Home 2, Surf's Up 2, Wave Mania, and Transformers 6, Bumblebee. But what did he do last year? Nothing. It's time for this daddy to come home. His time in Hollywood is up, and his time back in WWE is now. Okay, I recorded the list. Can I go now? I work two other jobs just so I can make rent, and I've already missed like a load of shifts. Also, this studio's really hot, and I think it might be completely airtight. Please let me out. <laughs> no. And it's just time to take a look at the headlines the Sunday newspapers will be leading with. The grappling ogler is going with... Morrison's minor moments and Miz's mixed messages, more Monday. The alliteration is really getting forced over there, isn't it, Dave Melter? The Grandstand Latest has New Year's Dynamite, most explosive night of TV ever. Don't question it, don't ask anyone else. Sect Addict are leading with five shocking returns on WWE SmackDown. Number four will blow your balls off. And finally, Pro Wrestling Duvet has no Sunday edition, due to Ryan Duvet collecting a massive paycheck from WWE. Join us Tuesday when we'll have all the latest from Monday Night Raw, and come back next Saturday when Biggie will once again say the N-word. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch. You're not quite daily, not quite news, bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is made possible by Kissy Kiss Slim Juice. If you send us a hunk of your fatty, fatty flesh fat, we'll send you one of our Kissy Kiss sample sets. Try all of our exciting new flavors, such as Margarana, Minty Lemon Cherry Blast, Kardashian Cola Crush, Anorexa Chloride, and Bleach. Pick up the Kissy Kiss sample set today and reinvigorize an idealizemic version of you. The Kayfabe Crunch.